bollocks. Hello! Hello everybody and welcome back to Unclassical. Hi, I just did a little fart. I don't know if it picked it up. <laughs> well, um, while I'm you Marcia. were saying hello, Marsha, I was burping, so... Oh, there you go, there you go. I'm, I'm Katie and I got gas. <laughs> <laughs> and we got gas. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time, Sorry, <laughs> but Sorry. it's actually much more highbrow than that, so uh, it was probably a very accurate introduction. Yeah, and if you are tuning on for the first time, well, go back. We're halfway yeah. through. Go back. This is, this is part three of Little Women. And, yeah, go uh, back. Yeah, you, go back. You're going to want to become affiliated with all the craziness that's gone on. You're, you're going to want to understand what Joe, Joe, what Joe's, what was it, a satisfied jig is. <laughs> you're going to want to know that. You are going to want to know what that looks like. And if you haven't seen that yet, it, it's going to go up on our Patreon. So, yeah, get over to Patreon to see what Joe's satisfied jig looks like. Because, awesome. Awesome. Um, Funny. Yeah. So where did we leave it last time? It was literally on Joe's satisfied jig as Beth yeah. came back from the old man's house. Not, after yeah. Him, yeah, after he, uh, he, he'd he given her the upright piano to have at their house. And he was like, you go home now. Creepy as shit. Oh, and then just because of old language, I just want to point out this man wasn't an old perv, but he walked away very <laughs> erect after being alone with a little girl. And it's like, ah, the yeah. times have changed. That's not okay. Yeah, again, better words, better words. Come on, come on, we're beyond this. So, erect as in a straight back, not a yes. penis. Not as an erect penis. It's, it's changed meaning. It's now. changed meanings, but it, I mean, even then, it wasn't okay to walk away from little girls with an erection. It was still <laughs> very frowned upon. <laughs> it's uh, yeah it doesn't float nowadays but apparently yeah. if you are royalty and you walk away from little girls with an erection then that's okay we'll just sweep them right on out of the rug we won't even question the fact you didn't go to world kick it's fair i was gonna say as long as there's a pizza hut involved somewhere or a pizza express, a pizza whatever, express <laughs> and which he remembers very specifically because he's never been there and also, don't you understand he's a war hero and doesn't sweat okay if this was being like filmed right now this would look really bad because um i'm just thinking about like the buffets at pizza hut and God, oh my God, a buffet's after COVID not going to be a thing anymore. Oh my God. It's fucking great. I want a bottomless brunch. Yeah. I want the bottomless thing at Pizza Hut. With the pastas Mm. as well. And all the different dressings. Sorry, guys. just got. Then they give you that fucking tiny bowl and it's like, where's where's the mountain? Where's the mountain? But I will be going up 10 times. Give me this seat next to the buffet Mm. and my bottomless drinks, which aren't bottomless, but they are. Just give me a straw directly from the back. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm actually a little hungry. This is probably a bad idea. Anyway, (laughs) into Little Women. Are they hungry in Little Women? Um, probably they're a bit poor. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny, Marsha. Food poverty's a thing. Right, the next chapter is called Amy's Valley of Humiliation, which is nice Gosh. and melodramatic. Very suitable for Amy. It's like, um, as, a, as Amy's um, closest character, I relate yeah. that we don't like being humiliated and I shall hear and be referring to Amy and I as we. <laughs> we did not that you might differ from amy after this yeah um, so at amy's school all the cool kids have pickled limes sounds disgusting they because they say this in the film and it's always like you're no one if you have limes so i'm like so are you saying you limes? limes yeah like, like you saying lime you saying um, you want me to get you a lime a pickled one yeah. preferably eh eh like i was thinking like i would totally use like preserved lemons in cooking but I wouldn't just like chow down on them, which is like what they do. They all just like get involved and eat it. 
And yeah, Amy says the also, girls are sucking pickled. them in their desks in school time. So you're like, pickled. Ew. So with like vinegar. I guess so. Like not no, like, like sugars and stuff, like pickled. Pickled is like a jar of vinegar in it and salt. Like it's salt water. I mean, pick- how do you vinegar. preserve lemons now? Do you do that with sugar or do you do that with vinegar? I don't know. I suppose you could do it with sugar. I, I, I'm going to say pickled probably means preserved, but I don't know. Lime pickle's a thing. Lime pickle's fucking disgusting. It's so gross. It's horrific. So, it's like, it's not even like, oh, I don't like that. It's like, why are you assaulting my senses? Yeah, it's disgusting. It's so, so gross. Uh, if you like lime pickle and you're listening to this, just know you're wrong. And I bet you like tonic water too, you freak. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, I can't freak. do tonic water. I'm, I'm beginning to come round to gin a little bit. But, um, Gin's tonic good. Water, what the fuck are you guys doing? So, so, slow gin is oh, good. Yeah. And it's not even, it is just literally Amy and her mates. They're, they're clearly trying to make something cool that's not cool because later Meg and Joe are like, gross, don't even like limes. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> yeah, because Meg's like, um, are limes the fashion now? Because uh, Amy's all like, I don't have any limes, I'm not going to be popular. And so Meg's like, um, oh, when I was at school, it used to be pricking balls of rubber uh, to make balls. Like, huh? eh? I'm like, fucking hell, I'm glad we have Netflix now. Your guys, your lives sound so tra- tragic. Literally, um, like, I'm tra- I, does anyone have anything like this was at school? Which, I mean, I, Blackberry Messenger I, was a thing, but it was more like, well, if you don't have Blackberry Messenger, which everyone is talking on, you're not going to be included in the group chat because you're not on it. So you yeah, will miss out there. on stuff. Like, there um, was stuff like that, but... Also, just a little reference. You know, you were saying in, like, the um, Winona Ryder version... Yeah, um, yeah, they were talking about them. I always thought Amy was saying lines. So did like, I, and I was like, it's cool to be punished and get well, lines? This was this, no, not those kind of lines. I thought, because there was a whole bit about her dropping like her slate and um, <laughs> in the snow, and I thought they would like have so many lines of like maths equations to do for homework and you'd like agree like okay you take two you take two you take two so we only have to do like a section of the homework each and then we copy each other's in the morning and therefore you do that and if you'd like arrange that you were going to do two lines of the equations and you came and you didn't have them they're like for fuck's sake now all our homework's incomplete you little dick and you would be for it which, in my which makes mind, it makes a lot more sense. A lot more sense. And because like she dropped her slate smart. in the film, was like, drat, I haven't got any lines. Like, what was the point of her dropping her slate and then going on about limes? That had, like, no relevance. That's why I thought it was Maybe limes. the film actually did change the line to limes to, so that Maybe. this would make sense. Because limes, pickled lime is disgusting. No one fucking wants it. No one wants it, Amy. No one wants your fucking limes. Your fucking gross limes. That's the title for this episode, your fucking limes. <laughs> fucking disgusting. So, um, yeah, they're, the limes anyway, they are, they're limes. Um, they're like social currency. And um, it says, like, uh, if one girl likes another girl, she'll give her a lime. And if she's mad with her, she eats one before her face and doesn't even offer her a suck. What? <laughs> So this is code for lesbianism. Well, I was more thinking, like, you guys wouldn't have done well in corona times. But then I was like, this is pre, like, antibiotics. Like, you guys shouldn't be sharing sucked limes. Like, Also, can you imagine going up to men, like, fancy a suck? Excuse me. (laughs) Pardon me? (laughs) I always thought of you as more of a friend. Yeah. But sure, okay. This gross Nord on sucked lime. No, this. No. No, I'm not weird. (laughs) Uh, disgusting. 
Um, anyway, so Amy's really sad because she hasn't got any like money to buy limes. And she's like, I'll be an outcast. And Meg feels really sorry for her. So she gives her some of her money. And um, Amy's like, oh, would you like a lime? And Meg's obviously like, no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> They're really gross. <laughs> but I feel for you. So here you go. Here you go. Um, Anyway, so Amy goes to the school and she's flashed with lime. She's like, you get a lime, you get a lime, you get, you a, get lime. a lime. Everybody gets a lime, not you. You do not, <laughs> not you. get a lime. <laughs> They're too good for you. But I don't think she's divvied them out yet. Oh, and then the school um, has like a visitor and um, they like praise Amy's drawing on a map or something. They're like, oh, your map's fabulous. And they're like this other student who's just like a jealous cunt. Oh, she's called Jenny. How fitting. <gasps> um, okay, we have okay. a cat and she's a and she's a dick so it, it, it just fits. yeah <laughs> she's the family outcast yeah we we hate her <laughs> everyone hates Jen. just to be clear we're not we do feed her and we do cuddle her and we do love her she's just a massive asshole we love her she hates us and so it's just we just know that she's a dick and the other pets hate her too like we have there's another cat and a dog and they get on but they all just hate jenny and it's yeah. just a vibe because everyone hates yeah. Jenny because she's shit. <laughs> we love all our pets. And then there's Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, she pees on shit. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Jenny sat there. And she's just there scowling at you like with a knife or something. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you do quite often look over to like dark corners of rooms. And she's just there scowling, waiting for her moment. Yeah, and you're like, are you going to kill me? And she's like, I might. I'm, I just might, Katie. I just might. <laughs> and you're like, so- oh... Okay. So yeah, Jenny is in the classroom. <laughs> Just picture the cat. <laughs> and so obviously, once the um, guest is gone, the teacher um, uh, is is in the room because it's a school. Anyway, um, she goes up to the teacher like, "Oh, I must ask the teacher a very important question. I've got to go ask this question right is it, now." So this and is obvi- Jenny asking. This is Jenny. Yeah. And obviously, she just goes and grasses Amy up. <gasps> she's got loads of limes in her desk. And the teacher, he's waged a war on limes because he said they're contraband. And so he's just like cracked down really hard on them. And I was kind of thinking, if the worst thing in your school is kids sucking on limes, then it's all right. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, Oh, this is afterwards. You're going to share. They're like talking about like the teacher and his kind of methods. And it says, boys are trying enough to human patience, goodness knows, but girls are infinitely more so, especially to nervous gentlemen with tyrannical tempers and no more talent for teaching than Dr. Blimber. I don't know who Dr. Blimber is, but um, yeah, just like boys are trying, but oh my God, girls are so much worse. So I know they're kind of like, they are saying he's shit at his job because he's got a tyrannical temper, but it's just the character archetype of like stupid men made to feel stupid, more stupid by children just because they're getting away with shit so they lash out and bully children it's like that's a terrible thing for a teacher and also if you're feeling threatened by girls that's your fault that is your problem and we don't care it's also victim blaming so like oh you know what's he meant to do with the girls you're like fuck off he was not meant Um, to be abusive to them that's yeah in his position of power he was not meant to abuse them i don't think it was that hard yeah, I thought this was kind of simple. So he tells her to throw the limes out of the window into the street. and what a waste um, of food. I'm not throwing my limes away. We, we are not throwing our limes away. Me and Amy are the same. <laughs> not do this wrong way. So for some reason, she can't carry them all over in one go. So she like goes back and forth from her desk loads of times, like carrying two limes at a time. I don't know how big these fucking limes are. Well, she's clearly um, making a show to be like, okay, I'll do oh, it. Oh, no, she's I'm- humiliated. 
So oh. she's really like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm being forced to do this. This is horrible. And look at him, get a grip. Throw them at his face. Funny. Don't throw them at face, be fine. So as she drops them out the window, all the girls in the room are mortified because they can hear the Irish children in the street um like taking them. They're like, oh come on, there's lames! <laughs> come on, there's lames! <laughs> That's probably terribly offensive thing to say. I'm just glad the limes aren't going to waste because food wastage is an issue. I'm like, that's good. Yeah, at least they're not wasted. And so, yeah, yeah, Amy's done doing that. She's really humiliated. And then he gives her several lashes on the (gasps) hands. uh, Smack him! Yeah, it says they weren't heavy. Um... But um, Amy has never, ever been struck and is just like more struck. Great English. Struck and is just mortified by the whole affair. (laughs) um, I'd smack him. I'd take... Yeah. I also like... So her parents are kind of like represented as being like quite liberal and everything. Yeah. And you'd be like, look, I raise my children in a particular way. I don't hit my kids. Don't fucking hit my kids. Like, I know like... um physical punishment isn't it i mean punishment's terrible like you should yeah. never smack your kids but literally if i if i were a mum and someone smacked my kid i would think i'd kill them i'd be like you don't fucking touch my child i will yeah i will cut you i will smack you like <laughs> but i'm gonna take one heart i'm gonna smack you in the face and then i'm gonna get your ass so fired i'm gonna go all karen on you all karen on your ass i have like, the power it's yeah it's just Ridiculous. Anyway, Amy gets home and she's like, I did not have a good day. Why is Amy Tilly? I have been <laughs> hurt! To be fair. Tilly is our dog, by the way, for anyone new who hasn't heard us talk about us anymore. And she is the most melodramatic princess I've ever met. <laughs> and we love her and we miss her. We do miss her. Lockdown has kept us apart. I miss you, Tilly. It's very sad. Uh, Joe is a bit like you. She's like, um, he must be arrested immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chuck him in jail with us and then we'll do a satisfied jig. <laughs> we will. Joe was born in the wrong time. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna... No, me and Joe wouldn't be late. Hannah is there. <laughs> Hannah's there. Yeah. And she's so angry, she pounds the potatoes for dinner as though they were the teacher. And it doesn't say what kind. Potato. This is the thing. I was like, it doesn't say what kind of potatoes were for dinner or whether they're already cooked. So I just imagine they're cooked <laughs> potatoes. She's like, no need for the masher. I like to imagine they're unwed, they're uncooked, she's just finished peeling them and she's just like, ain't no time for cooking. <laughs> <laughs> smash these holes! Smash! I'm like, damn. Just set her on him, that's punishment like, enough. Wow, Hannah is real invested in this family. Um, we should probably consider paying her. That's fine. <laughs> that's alright. So the mum is like, right, I do not agree with that and you don't have to go to school for now until I have a chat with your dad Um, but you must study a bit every day with Meg but you did break the rules of the school and so you did deserve some kind of punishment I'm not sure that method is better than a milder method but you are getting rather conceited my dear (laughs) just imagine to be fair it wasn't nice to hit you but you are a bit of a prick (laughs) I'm not saying what you did was right I'm just saying Bit of a prick. Just so you had something coming your way, and I don't think a cane was the right thing, but you had a little smack or something coming your way. Babe. Like, to be fair, you do kind of suck. And um, then the mum concludes: the great charm of all power is modesty, Amy. So get your head oh, out your fuck ass. Fuck off and get your tits out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not you, Amy. You're a child. You're but a child. Also, as a child, you also have the right to run around naked if you want and not be perved on by creepy old men. So get your tits Literally. out. Oh, oh yeah. 
the whole thing also about a lot of this book is like you shall be modest oh be modest in your gifts and I don't really know how I feel about false modesty because I feel in like British culture we're all kind of like naturally quite self-depreciating um but I don't really have a problem with someone being assertive and like confident in their worth just like yeah no I am actually like really good at doing that so I, I can do that <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because it's definitely it's portrayed like people got away with mansplaining for so long. Literally, like, oh, fuck off! <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. But it's also the thing, like men. That's the thing, isn't it? Like men are always said, like, oh, they're assertive, they're confident. Women are bossy, conceited, and things like that. And yeah. it's like, you know. But then I suppose, like, you don't get many women who are necessarily called cocky. That's a word that's more sent to men to mean the same kind of thing, I suppose. Mm. I've made a note now to read out this page. I can't remember what it says. So, uh, mm, how interesting. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Laurie is there whilst all this is going How on. awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of listen. I think he's like playing a game with Joe or something in the corner. So he's um, witnessed the whole conversation and kind of chimes in um, with the being modest point. Uh, so, yeah, she's like said being modest is like, you know, the greatest charm and power of all, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so it is, cried Laurie, who was playing chess in a corner with Joe. I knew a girl once who had a really remarkable talent for music and she didn't know it. Never guessed what sweet little things she composed when she was alone and wouldn't have believed it if anyone had told her. I wish I'd known that nice girl. Maybe she would have helped me. I'm so stupid, said Beth, who stood beside him listening eagerly. You do know her and she helps you better than anyone else could, answered Laurie, looking at her with such mischievous meaning in his merry black eyes that Beth suddenly turned very red and hid her face in the sofa cushions, quite <laughs> overcome by such an unexpected discovery. Did she come? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, no, oh, Laurie! Laura, a boy said something nice to me. What's happening in my pants? <laughs> what is that now? <laughs> I like it. Uh, Oh god, I've written in the notes. Oh god, the next chapter is so tense. Oh my god, it is tense! I don't know what the chapter is! <gasps> How exciting! Right, right, guys, strap in. Shit. Right, shit. Okay, Amy comes in to find oh, Joe and Meg getting ready to go out, and um, she's like, Where are you guys going? And they're like, Laurie has invited us to go to the theatre, and he's paying for them to go. And Amy's like, I want to go too. And they're like, No, you can't because you weren't invited. That's rude. And um, then also Amy's had like a cold and Meg's like, you can't go because your eyes are ill. <laughs> and you to, can't look to at be things. Fair, when, you've got, when you've got a bit of a migraine situation like, and your like, aches behind your eyes, Charlie's like, I can understand your eyes being ill. Like, you won't want to look at a flashing bright theatre and have yeah. to focus. I'm like, to be fair, it does sound rough right now. I will no, go to bed. Rough. So, yeah, she's like, uh, Marmy doesn't want you going to the theatre this week because of your eyes. And Amy is like, um, no, I've been shut away uh, with a cold with no fun. So I need some fun. Please, can I come? And Meg is like, oh. So basically, there's like this dynamic. So Meg and Amy are kind of like each other's favourites. And Beth and Joe are like each other's favourites. So like Amy's like Meg's pet. Yeah. And um, Meg's like, oh, maybe if you wear a lot of layers. And Joe's like, no, if she's going, I'm not. And that's rude as Laurie only invited us. And, um, oh yeah, <laughs> I so connected with Joe on this bit. Uh, she disliked the trouble of overseeing a fidgety child when she wanted to enjoy herself. <laughs> Fair enough. She's going to take her to the theatre and she's going to be like, I'm hungry, I've still got a cold. Oh, fuck off, Amy. <laughs> Sounds about right. Amy, Amy, shoot. Yeah, stay at home. But um, they're like, yeah, Laurie's paying, so it's rude. You can't just like say, can you get us another ticket? You can't do that. And, and then also, Amy's like, like, I've got money. I'll pay for myself. Sorry, what? But also, other than that, like, well, he's paid for most theatres work. 
that you've paid for certain tickets and certain seats, you're going to be wherever. Yeah, this comes up. And also, then you're going to have to invite Beth. No one wants that. No one wants to invite Beth. So Amy's like, he doesn't have to pay for me. I'll pay for myself. It's no bother. And um, I was like, money, kind of a good point. But then Joe makes the point you saying, saying, Joe says, you can't sit with us for our seats are reserved and you mustn't sit alone. So Laurie will have to give you his place and that will spoil our pleasure. Or he'll get another seat for you and that isn't proper and you weren't asked. You shan't stir a step. You may just stay where you are, scolded Joe, crosser than ever, having just pricked her finger in a hurry. See, like, fuck I off, do- Amy. I, I will say for Amy, the fact she's like, I'm no one. I'm not expecting to pay for me. I, I'm happy to pay for myself. I'm like, yeah. to be fair, for an eight-year-old, that's pretty stirred up, and like, she doesn't necessarily understand that that's how theatres work. It's assigned seating and stuff. This like is that. the thing. When I was reading it, I was like, this is so like argument, like tennis. Like, oh, good point, Amy. Oh, good point, Joe. Oh, good point, Amy. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, to, like, I feel. I feel Joe as the adult could have phrased it better, being like, "That's very sweet of you, Amy. Next week mm. we'll take you." But because mm. these tickets are reserved, it just uh, that's there's no room. It's just Sorry. not a workout. Yeah, Joe's just like Amy, just fuck off. And yeah. this Amy starts wailing, <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! literally. And then Laurie arrives and is like downstairs. Oh god, he's like, how Meg. embarrassing! He doesn't hear her though. He just arrives downstairs. He's like Meg, Joe, are you ready? <gasps> is it time for you pay for this, Joe March? <laughs> well, wait. Um, so um, they just like leave Amy wailing, like. Oh, like run out after Laurie and Fair then um, Amy says you'll be sorry for this Jill March just you see if you ain't excellent <laughs> like, oh, she's lost her airs and graces now <laughs> just you see if you ain't <laughs> to be so, fair um, I mean oh, Joe replies with this fiddlesticks <laughs> I haven't lost my airs and graces fiddlesticks fiddlesticks Amy <laughs> I mean I suppose it's all very well us being like they handled it wrong when you're like a teenager arguing with your siblings it's just like yeah. fuck off <laughs> fuck you no fuck you no fuck you no fuck you (laughs) why don't you argue about it calmly why don't i kill her yeah why don't did i stab her in the eye did she die did she fucking die i think i was very calm actually Actually. um so obviously meg and joe go to the theater and they have a great old time they get home amy is in a mood and is being really quiet and they kind of say this didn't help it but beth's like just sincerely because beth didn't want to go to the theater because people shy and she's like how was it and like, oh, it was wonderful, Beth. I was it? And like, Beth's asking loads of questions and they're telling her and Amy's just in the corner like, fuck the luddiers. <laughs> and so Joe's a bit like, oh, I think Amy might have tried to pull some shit. So she goes and checks all her stuff that everything seems okay. So she's just like, oh, Amy's all right. She's in a bit of a mood. Until the next day. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So Joe comes down into the room all the girls are in asking if anyone's seen the book that she's been writing. Oh, God. And Meg and Beth are both like, No. And then Amy just pokes the fire and says nothing. And so Joe's like, Amy, you've got it. No, I haven't. You know where it is then. No, I don't. That's a fib. And so Joe grabs her and starts shaking her. And Amy's like, it isn't. I haven't got it. Don't know where it is now and don't care. I'm like, Amy, I will smash you. <laughs> so Joe's like, you know something about it and you better tell me at once or I'll make you. And then Amy says, scold as much as you like. You'll never see your silly old book again, cried Amy, getting excited why in her she, turn. Why is she a uh, Disney villain? He'll never catch me again. <laughs> never see it again. <laughs> no, like, okay. all right. Uh, so uh, to be fair, Joe's like, why not? And Amy's like, I burnt it up. <gasps> and Joe, Joe doesn't even like say this angrily. She's more like scared. She's like, what? My little book I was so fond of and worked over and meant to finish before father got home. Have you really burned 
liked it. <laughs> and Amy's like, yes, I did. I told you I'd make you pay for being so cross yesterday. And I have <gasps> so. Oh, it's too much, guys. And it says, Amy got no further because Joe fucking decks the cunt. <laughs> and the book ends there because Joe went to prison. And Amy and was she dead. And Amy was dead. No, she shakes her until her teeth chattered in her head while oh. screaming. Oh, yeah, fair. she's giving her a good hiding. Imagine and, um, sort of just getting over a migraine and headachey, like, <laughs> and then someone shakes you like that. You'd be like, "Fucking hell!" You're not going to the theatre now, Amy. Uh, and Joe says, "You wicked, wicked girl! I can never write it again, and I'll never forgive you as long as I live." I hate you. I never want to see you again. Or again. Yeah, to be fair, Amy, you are a fucking dick. Yeah, Amy, that was that was not cool. <laughs> It was not cool. It says Meg and Beth kind of break them apart and Joe departs with the last box to Amy's ear and runs to the old sofa upstairs and finishes the fight alone. Did did the rat come and help? Yeah. Do you need a, some rumps, Joe? Do we need to have a fudge up? If you don't mind, Scrabbles. <laughs> oh, okay. I think this is more about you than me. Like, um, it's okay, Joe. It's only Scrabbles here. You can cry. And it's oh, it goes into a bit more of the book. It's like years of work, and basically Shit. she's been writing like um, stories and like refining them. And as she's refined them into that book, she's gotten rid of like all her drafts. So it's refined. It's years and years of consolidation. So Amy, yeah, fucker. So oh, Amy, says, that's not cool. It's not cool. It says Beth mourns as if for a kitten. So um, kittens are precious. The book was very precious. So <laughs> and it's, if you hid it from her, yeah, I'll give you that. Kind of, I'll give you that, Amy. But you destroyed it. You destroyed. Cool. You know, it my up. dog is leaving in process. She was like, oh, oh. <laughs> this is going to get ugly. I'm leaving. Okay, um, I'm gonna. So yeah, let the dog I'll, out. So it might upset. Gonna let the recording. dog out, and then I'll say what Meg's stance is on the whole thing. So you know how I said like Amy was kind of like Meg's favorite and like her pet, and she was like normally stick up for her. Even yeah. Meg doesn't defend Amy. She's like, nah, mate, you fucked up. You fucked up. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, at dinner, Amy says. Please forgive me, Joe. I am very, very sorry. And Joe says, I shall never forgive you, was Joe's stern answer. And from that moment on, she ignored Amy entirely. I mean, same, to be fair. <laughs> same, to be fair. Doesn't yeah. matter. Please forgive me, Joe. Go fuck yourself. Uh, go fuck yourself, Amy. Go no. fuck yourself. Why don't you drown? <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, they usually sing songs in the evening while Beth plays the piano, but Joe is silent and Amy is crying, so it's just Meg and Marmy. <laughs> like, Joe's like, fine, I'll join in. Amy is a cunt, a cunt. Yeah. Amy yeah. is a cunt. And Marmy's like, oh, Joe, quiet now, gosh. <laughs> like, I think it was better before you sang. Beth, I thought it was very pretty. I thought it was very nice. Lots of uh, sincere emotions. Yeah, so, lovely. Um, we- of course, we can't. I've said we can't get through this bit without a bit of uh, toxic gender uh, stereotyping. So, um, Always. Mrs. March basically said, "says Let's forgive and move on." Joe wants to cry, but that's an unmanly weakness. So instead, she winks hard and gruffly says, "It was an abominable thing to do, and Amy doesn't deserve to be forgiven." <laughs> It's okay. Just go sit with Scrabbles and you can have a cry. Yeah, you can cry with Scrabbles. I mean, you can cry with anyone. if you. Yeah. You can cry with your mum. You can cry with your mum. And I'm pretty sure she does at some point. Anyway. Um, so some time passes and Amy is offended that her apologies haven't been accepted. And, Why uh, is Meg's, she Tilly? I know. Meg is just kind of a bit like, 
Right, it's just kind of a bit down the dumps about the whole thing. Beth is Beth. Aunt Marge is indisposed with fidgets. Stop touching yourself. <laughs> no fucking idea. Anyway, so basically, um, Joe isn't with Aunt Marge. And um, Amy just keeps like making speeches about people who were always talking about being good and yet wouldn't try when other people set them, set them a virtuous example. Like, I'm being so good apologising to you and you won't even be good by accepting it. You're so annoying, Joe. Like, Amy... I will kill you. <laughs> Amy, I will cut your hair off. I will shave you. Yeah. Do you remember that time I burnt Meg's hair? I will burn all of you. Kind of like you did my book, you little shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> know how it's hurt and something precious gets set on fire? Yeah. Well, you know what? You're precious. You're precious. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, understandably, Joe is just like, I'm so out of this situation. And like asks Laurie if he wants to go skating. So Amy sees Joe go off with her skates and says, there, she promised I should go next time for this is the last ice we shall have. But it's no use to ask such a cross patch to take me. Amy, I kind of feel that invitation was fucking revoked when you burnt her book. Also, Amy, you weren't invited to the theatre. Why can't you learn what a fucking invitation is? Literally. <laughs> like, that's where this whole problem came from. I think by now you might have grasped the concept. Just from, like, awkwardness. Like, can you imagine, like, yeah, if, like, two of your mates were ever, like, oh, so-and-so invited us to the theatre. You wouldn't... Mm. I mean, like... I'd just be like, okay, well, I'm I'm far too awkward to join along because then it would cause the whole like, oh, I didn't think to invite you. Oh, how embarrassing. It's like, it's far too awkward, too shy. I just thought of something else. Obviously, she pay, offered to pay for herself, but Katie introduced me to Hamilton and then my mate. So Katie <gasps> wanted so much to see the live show and then my mate contacted me. Basically, his girlfriend, um, she got on like this really cool writing course thing, but it was the date they booked to go see Hamilton. And um, so he was like, she can't go and she can't like not do it. It was like with the poet laureate and stuff. It was like, she applied. She was like, there's no way I'll get it. And then she got it. And she was like, fucking hell, I have to do it. It was really cool. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and um, so he was like, do you want to go? And I was like, to say, Katie, like, and this was like still quite in the early days when it was looking like Katie, like you might never get to see it. Yeah. It was like, always sold out, always super expensive. And um, so I was like, do you mind if I go? And you're like, well, obviously you have to go. I don't be pleased about it. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> like, have to, I don't have to like it. But I'm not going to take it away from you. I'm not I'm also going to call your friend and say, yo, get me a ticket. Yeah, like, I'm also not going to do that. Like, yeah, I want to see it. But I'm not Amy. And I also thought as well, like, could I maybe say to Dan, like, um, oh, my sister really wants to go. But that's just fucking awkward too. <laughs> like, if no, I was yeah. like, could you give her the ticket? I was like, that's just awkward. That'd be terrible. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, because it's also like, it's not just about seeing the show. It has to be like, it'd be shit if you went to go see it with like, Amy, for example. Yeah. <laughs> like, it has to be with the right kind of people and stuff. Like, it does. If you went with, like, you can either go on your own as a solo and have a good time. Yeah. Or you, or, but if you go with someone who you don't overly get on with and like it, it's just, no, it will just ruin the whole experience. It will ruin the whole vibe. So, yeah, Amy, you should have just stayed at home. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Meg says. I did get Meg to see it. Hamilton. It came back oh, on she sale. did in the end. It, there's I a did. happy ending. It's a happy ending. I got to see it and it was fantastic. Bloody tastic! It was bloody wonderful. Bloody good show. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Round of applause. So Amy is now like upset she didn't get invited to go skating. Amy, Meg you're says, not invited to anything. You suck. Yeah, because you suck, babe. Um, and also, Meg says, just saying, Laurie and Joe are vibing. Don't be walking in on that. I don't think it's yeah. Wrong, but 
give them some space. So Meg says, oh, don't say that. You were very naughty and it is hard to forgive the loss of her precious little book. But I think she might do it now. And I guess she will if you try her at the right minute. Go after them. Don't say anything till Joe's got good natured with Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> just like halfway through. Do you mind? Will you forgive me now? You just seem in such a good mood. I'm not now. I'm not now. Will you? If you forgive me, I'll go away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seems fair. Um, <laughs> to be fair, solid plan. Oh, okay. Lol. Going back to how we're saying this is going on. Uh, don't say anything till Joe has got good natured with Laurie. Then take a quiet minute and just kiss her. <laughs> Honey, are we talking about what I should do with Joe or what you want to do with Joe? You want to do with Joe and Laurie because uh, this is weird. And she's like, we'll uh, do some kind thing. Is, do you reckon there was like an awkward silence? Kiss her. <laughs> or just anything kind I suppose it doesn't have to yeah. be a snog you know <laughs> just do something nice I'm sure she'll be friends again with all her heart whatever yeah <laughs> just slip her a little tongue a little tongue she'll love it um, so Amy goes out after them with this great advice um, but you can get a snog her the next bit is literally like the opening scenes of Casualty do you remember it? I always forget how old you are I know Casualty is still a thing but did you used to watch it no I had a life and friends I had a life <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have the internet, okay? We'd all gather around. So the opening scenes of Casualty, it's always people doing really mundane things, but you know, at any minute, they're going to, like, slice their face off. <laughs> so it's really... It's, te- and they'll have so it's like, oh, hang on, what's that film called? Final Destination? Yeah, fi- so it's like Final yeah. Destination shit. Yeah. That's just funny. So, and they'll, like, kind of, like, play with you a bit. I guess, like, Final Destination. So he'll be, like, cutting the bread, like, oh, he's going to slip and cut the tip of his finger off. And then he'll, like, you know, put the bread down and it'll all be fine and, like... Oh god! And then he'll walk into the next room like a, I don't know, a ceiling tile or something, just fall down, crack his head open. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I didn't see that coming. Anyway, this is like casualty. So Joe sees and hears Amy coming um, behind. I him can hear you galumphing along. I can hear you fucking hell. Um, Laurie, Laurie doesn't though. So this is different to the film. Laurie doesn't know she's there. So Laurie goes off skating round the river bend, and he calls round the river bend, and. Um, <laughs> He calls back to Joe and says, stay um, near the edge because the ice isn't safe in the middle. Obviously, it's not as thick. She's mm-hmm. taken this on board, so she acknowledges it. But she doesn't look round to Amy and she doesn't repeat what Laurie has said, even knowing that Amy hasn't heard it. So... I mean, Joe, I know she fucked you over, but you can't kill her. <laughs> yeah. So she goes skating off after Laurie, sticking to the edge. Amy gets on the ice and decides to head out for the middle where it's smoother. And um, then Joe has um, this funny feeling, uh, but she's like, no, I'm just going to go skating on after Laurie. But something makes her turn around just in time, (laughs) just in time to see Amy's arms go flying up into the air as she falls through the ice. Like, shit. (laughs) Shit. I'm not going to get out of home if she dies. But I swear it says. Okay, we're into full Finding Nemo tense music now. Like you know when he's chasing the boat. Dum, dum, dum. Where's the boat? Where is Where's it? The boat? <laughs> Has anyone seen a boat? Please. <laughs> Did the boat just came by here? <laughs> My God, that film is tense. So oh yeah, Joe's like stand, and this is the thing. It says that like she's standing there and could see Amy's like head above the water. So I don't know whether the water's not actually that de- de- deep. And Amy's just staring at Joe, and Joe's just staring at Amy, and Amy. You bitch, help me! <laughs> like, I imagine it like, yeah, she's holding on to the edge, like, I'm gonna let go in a minute because it's slippery and cracking. Yeah. You better fucking catch me. Help me. And so Joe's just like frozen and she goes to call Laurie, but her voice is gone. And um, then she goes to push forward, but she has no strength. So Amy must literally be like, 
help me. Oh, it's this. All she can do is look at the little blue hood above the black water. And um, so, yeah, like, Amy, like, respond, you bitch. <laughs> I know. I, like, Joe, I understand you're mad at me, but please. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Please let me live. <laughs> Can you imagine? I know we have our problems, but don't let me drown. Can you imagine that moment for Amy? Just like, Joe? Is she going to Please? And then, anyway, Joe hears a whoosh. And Laurie comes skating past her, shouting, bring a rail, quick, quick, quick. And um, Joe is just like, Thank goodness for Laurie. Well, I was going to say, Joe is just numb and just blindly follows Laurie's instructions, who takes complete control of the situation. Like any good man. I mean, I know gross stereotypes, like the man taking control, but my God, you would fancy Laurie so much in that moment. I can understand where Amy started from. I mean, Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah. So like, damn, he's looking looking good. You would be, though, wouldn't you? Like, damn, you is and you really you you came into your own in that situation. I felt like I did, yeah. I felt like I did. And Lori afterwards like, did anyone get really attracted to me just then? Because I sure as hell did. I felt like you know I was vibing off you, Joe. I was really vibing off Amy. More on that later. More on that later. She is a child. Yeah, I don't like She's her yet. We'll, we'll right focus now. on we'll focus on Joe for now to make me less weird. Yeah, like that's still not cool. weird. Anyway. Still weird. Yeah, they say they get Amy out, who was more frightened than hurt. Um, so they get her home, and o- Amy's okay, and Joe has a chat with her mum, like, um, I knew she was there, and I didn't say, and if she died, it would have been my fault. Kind of. And um, her mum's like, shit. <laughs> you kill my kid. No, um, Joe says, it's my dreadful temper. You don't know. You can't guess how bad it is. It seems as if I could do anything when I'm in a passion. I get so savage, I could hurt anyone and enjoy it. Like, <laughs> Everyone's just like, I'm a little afraid of you, Joe. I'm afraid. Like, when I saw her in the water. I kind of wanted to stamp. (laughs) Joe? Joe? Yeah, that's why she's scared. Joe's just smiling on the lake, like, go deeper. Anyway. um, (laughs) She says, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I shall do something. Amy, just from the corner. I am. I saw your face. (laughs) Yeah. Me too, Joe. Me too. Um, I'm very afraid. I'm scared of you. So she's like, I'm afraid I shall do something dreadful someday and spoil my life and make everybody hate me. Oh, mother, help me. Do help me. Amy, already halfway there, babe. Yeah, already halfway there. The you did like, leave me to drown. If it wasn't for Laurie, I'd be dead. Thanks, yeah, Laurie. Literally. You're kind of hard. So the mum says, um, lol, I'm the same. And Joe's like, no, you're not. You're never angry. I suffocated you as children. That's not funny, Marsha. Terrible joke. No, this is where Little Women joins the Marvel universe. As Mami (laughs) says, I am angry nearly every day of my life. And she hooks out. (laughs) Also, I mean, how freaked out would you be if your mum just said to you really seriously, I'm always angry. Like, like, okay, Mami. I'm sorry. Like, this is why we now understand why some people need therapy. Because, um, oh God, she says, I am angry nearly every day of my life, Joe, but I've learned not to show it. And I still hope to learn not to feel it. So it may take another 40 years to do so. Starts like, laughing and crying all at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Like, like okay, Marmy, I wanted to talk about me. I was not prepared for this can of worms. I'm gonna, yeah, you- I'm gonna pop the lid back on. Bet on that. So um, Joe is like, 
Uh, Joe's very astute here. She's like, uh, so when you hold your lips tight together and leave the room when Aunt March scolds or people worry you, you're angry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Mommy says, yes, I've learned to check the hasty words uh, that rise to my lips. And when I feel that they mean to break out against my will, I just go away a minute and give myself a little shake for being so weak and wicked. You're going to get you, cancer. Yeah, you need to feel your emotion. This next bit, Joe's like, Wow, Marmy, how did you become such a good emotional suppressor? And Marmy's like, let me tell you. <laughs> let me With tell you. spoonful of Valium. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, She's she just says, like, let um, me tell you, hands her, hands her a blunt. Like, there you go. Yeah. Take a deep drag on that shit. <laughs> You're going to feel real good real soon, babe. <laughs> so, um... Marmy says that her mother helped her, but she died um, when uh, Marmy was a little bit older than Joe is now. And for ages, she was sad and angry and wouldn't ask for help until clippity clap, clippity clap, clippity clap, a knight in shining armor, Mister March shows up. Joe's dad. I was uh, I was only healed by a man, obviously. Literally, after meeting him, she was so happy she found it easy to be good, to be a good woman. Um, you can be yeah, angry the... and still be a good fucking woman. Yeah, and um, and then she says, oh, then she's like, but then I had kids and we were poor. And then I got angry again. <laughs> to be fair, true words are never fucking spoken. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Yeah, she's like, poor mother, what helped you then? Well, it wasn't you, Josephine. <laughs> it wasn't you and your fucking temper. And you shit. trying to kill my other kids, for fuck's sake. Um, and of course, mommy is like, your father, Joe. He never loses patience, never doubts or complains, but always hopes and works and waits so cheerfully that one is ashamed to do otherwise before him. So even if he doesn't mean to, that is kind of guilt tripping. Like, but I'm so happy and lovely all the time. It's like, oh, I guess I should be too then. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I'm not saying Mr. Um, Mr. Bank, Mr. Banks, huh? Mr. March is bad <laughs> in this situation because it just, from that description, sounds like wow. he's just a, a nice person. But as a man of that age, it's probably a shit. But something's coming up that I would kill him. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, like, he's, you, ha- he you says- have to feel your emotions. Yeah, you have to. Um, She says, he helped and comforted me and showed me that I must try to practice all the virtues I would have my little girls possess. For I was their example. Yeah, exactly. For I was their example. It was easier to try for your sake than for my own. So basically, she's like, "Um, just have some kids, Joe. Then you'd probably be too tired to be angry anyway. (laughs) Probably too tired and too fucking busy. I know, real, it'll, it'll break you. Yeah. Oh, Joe's like, I want to be, grow up to be like you, Marmy. What? Married to your father. Right. <laughs> hey, it's my you little shit. Yeah, it's like, this is a very specific, like, coping mechanism. It's not, like, kind of, like, recognised. It's like, have your father in your life so he can keep you in check. <laughs> and then, oh, she um, she says to her mum, like, mum, you must help me, like, you know, to be good because um, I'm worried, like, my quick temper will ruin my life. So um, you, I'll, I'll need reminding and, you know, to just sort of, like, rem- remind me to be a good person. Oh, yeah, she's like, uh, I think she says, like, oh, yeah, your father did the same for me. And Joe's like, um, oh, I used to see father put his fingers on his lips and look at you with a very kind but sober face. And you always folded your lips tight or went away. Was he reminding you then? Can you imagine then if you're, like, really angry and your partner's like, that temper. Wait. <laughs> You fucking back off. <laughs> I will set you on fire, you prick. Can you imagine? Like, that would never work. You'd be like, 
well, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not, gonna... don't, be, don't hit your partner. Control your emotions better than that. But I'm just saying, yeah. if someone's angry, don't tell them to not be angry. You'll get yeah. punched. <laughs> um, anyway, so Joe's like, um, was father reminding you then? And Marmy's like, yes, I asked him to help me so, and he never forgot it, but saved me from many a sharp word by that little gesture and kind look. And it just sounds like such a preachy, overbearing, busybody. Yeah, like, fuck off. Yeah, so they're basically, Marmy's like, your father is your guide and wonderful and he helped me. But then Marmy's like, but Joe, you have an even better guide than your father. God. (laughs) I thought she was going to say Laurie and I was like, I think Laurie's kind of vibing with Amy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's a child. And she's like, follow God, love and trust him and you can depend less on human power and wisdom so like i don't want to hate on any like anyone who finds like strength in religion but just in what marmy has said here she's told them to actively turn from their own wisdom and blindly follow a god and that sounds like the seeds of radicalization yeah to break you off from your community depend less on human power and wisdom don't listen to yourself if god tells you to do something like kill a bunch of kids do it shut up the orphanage follow god <laughs> yeah, it's not like by all means have your faith and be mm. good but if you think god is telling you to shoot up a school maybe just don't do that one okay maybe don't do that yeah i've said like um if your gut says it's bad well make sure your gut isn't fueled by prejudice and fake news but then if you're sure it's not fueled by that listen to it to a degree you're allowed your own discernment and, and you know what else bullshit. have a yakult they're really fucking yeah. good <laughs> really good um chapter end as if she heard, Amy opened her eyes and held out her arms with a smile that went straight to Joe's heart. Neither ew. said a word. What? I said, ew. Yeah. Neither said a word, but they held one another close in spite of the blankets and everything was forgiven and forgotten in one hearty kiss. Hot. <laughs> Beth's like, I knew it. I knew it. And Meg's like, I told you it would work. <laughs> Amy's like, I don't understand that when you get older, you feel the need to kiss each other, but um, I'm like, oh, dig it. I got it. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> Marmy's there like, this is weird. This is why I didn't invite you in on Christmas Day, Laurie. They're weird. Yeah. They're weird like this. This is why I didn't want you getting caught up on with my, my weird daughter. Sorry. Yeah, and he's so, like, um, I see the point. I'm leaving. Yeah, I would. I'm going, I would. I'm going, I'm going. Um, so I think we'll probably leave that there this week as it was chapter end. But next week... Meg is off for a posh week with a <gasps> rich family of Ooh. parties and things. Why does she fancy. know rich people? Is it the governess they know, thing? They, they know rich people. Like they're all quite well. They're all white, aren't they? So they're yeah. like, oh, white families, nice. And they're like, you're not as rich as us, but you are white. And also, I think um, the Marches are from money, so they're like, oh, we know the March family. They go back a while. Shame they're all so poor now. It's disgusting. Yeah, gross. Poor and pious. So why did they? Why was it only Meg was invited? Is it because it was for the older girls and Joe's Joe? Um, older girls and Joe is younger, and uh, but also Joe's Joe. <laughs> At least there's some hope for Meg's to get a man. Oh yeah, I mean someone's got to marry rich in that situation. Yeah. So someone's got to be Hollywood kid. <laughs> someone's gonna be the Hollywood kid. Hollywood and like kid, Meg, it's all Meg. on you. Yeah, it's all come down to you. Beth's just there like, I can play my music. Shut up, Beth. 
Shut up, Beth. No one cares. <laughs> Beth wouldn't even say that. Like, I could play my music if I wasn't so stupid. Exactly, Beth. Now fuck off. Now fuck off, Beth. You suck. Like, okay, oh, Beth, come back here. I'll smack you around a bit. It's not funny to talk about hitting your kids, Elizabeth. But it is funny to talk about hitting Beth. Beth. As we've learned today, kids. Hitting that myth. Do not hit your kids. Hit math. It's a lot yeah. more fun. A lot less crying. A lot less whinging. Yeah. So do some math and don't mm-hmm. hit kids. Take that away this week, um, guys. I don't even know how you get meth in the UK. <laughs> Be safe. And on that note, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the real advice for kids. Yeah. So, yeah, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Look up on Classical. You'll see our two beautiful faces. Beautiful faces. We are also over on Patreon. So, if you want to go check that out, we've got some extra content over there. We also have some pretty cool things that you can have for money. Yes. Yes. So, that, that is not very much money. You'll get no, a present. Not you'll get a present which you can keep forever. It's pretty cool you... and nifty. I don't know what this accent is. I'm sorry if I'm offending you. I was kind of going for New Zealand. (laughs) Ah, there you go. Um, Also, just another thing. There's more content over on um, Patreon. I said there was extra content. Oh, sorry. uh, But there's whole episodes that you haven't heard before. Yeah. A lot of extra content that you'd want to hear us talk about. Content you cunts? What? (laughs) (laughs) From our our two cunts. Well, this, was this a diabolical? I don't know, guys. Uh, we look forward to you hearing us next week. I want to say I want to see you next week, but it's just not true, guys. And I'm not a liar. So. I'm not a liar. We won't see you. We won't hear you either. But you will hear us. You will Good hear night. Us. Good night. For fuck's sake. Bye.